Are we starting? Yep, hello and welcome to Pancreation Philosophy. Great. We are starting. My name is Pocholo Cruz. My name is Scott McDonald, co-host. And my name is Vincent Lee. I'm the guest today. Yes, you are the guest today, Vincent. Thanks <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I have no yeah. idea where we're going with Vincent it's today. It's okay. It's going to be interesting. We'll go somewhere. But anyway, we're glad that you've joined us here, either on YouTube or on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate your continued support. Thank you for the support. Yep. Please donate to our Patreon Patreon account. Mm -hmm. We need every nickel and dime. And, di and twenty dollar bill. $20 Scott can, bill. Att as can yeah, attest. I had to tape yeah. up yeah. a ripped twenty dollar bill. Yeah, that's yeah. how you know I'm broke, struggling. Pro the struggle is real, but we're rich with ideas. Exactly. Is that right, Vincent? Uh, right. I hope so. Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see, like Vincent, very confident. And the key in is to get paid yeah. for your ideas, because otherwise it's just a waste of time. So then what? Then why? So, you, so, then, so then we're why doing really good. Yeah. Why are you thinking for your ideas? Yeah, we're doing. We're doing. Great. All right. So Vincent, so we've been sharing, or people have been sharing their stories of martial arts or how they got to martial arts. So let's start out the question with you. So how did you get started martial arts? Oh boy, I think uh, it's a long time ago. I a think, long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I think. Long, it was a, a it was ages ago. Ages and ages ago. It all started back when. Yeah, I remember in a flash, flash, flash. I remember his first flash. grade and some kid kicked me in the dick. And after that, I needed to learn how to do katas. All right, Vincent, so? No, I think, um, I think honestly, it started, so I think uh, I was 10 years old. I used to play soccer. You were 10 years bit. old, you played soccer. Yeah, I played okay. soccer before that, but I was like, no good. I was like one of those soccer players in the team, like where really, all, they, all they did was just chase the ball. And that's it. Like, hey, like, that's yeah, like no real yeah. skill involved, just no, like yeah. just chase the ball. How old were you though? 10. Yeah, well, I was 10 when I started training martial arts, but before that, I played some. So oh, before, before okay, yeah, so you're prior. like first set. Because I was like, if you're 10 years old just chasing the ball around, <laughs> I was like, I don't want, no no offense, I was like, are you, were you in like special ed? <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind suck? of, no, I mean. Well, yeah, also, who's coaching you? Exactly. Yeah, just, yeah. All right, guys, just hustle. Uh, yeah. Good hustle out there. Some stoner soccer player, he's like, you guys just fucking killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Aren't you gonna show him anything? He's, no. he's sucking the wrong team. Yeah. Who are you? Oh, he's just a drunk. <laughs> he's like Vincent. You're the best. <laughs> Down in Jack D's. Okay. Oh man. So you're ten years old. No, but like I so I played soccer before that, but it was just like I don't know, like it, it was just something for fun. And okay. I wasn't particularly good at it. I just got good at like chasing things around, like running. Okay. Um. And then what started to chase for more? No. So I think uh I I think literally like there was just like one summer or something like that where my mom my mom was just like oh there's this martial arts school. If you want to try that instead, or do you want to do soccer? Okay. And then I just said, oh, I guess I'll try martial arts. And it was like, literally, that was about it. That and, was, and that was, this, okay. So then you step into martial arts, and yep. what was that experience like for you then? It was fun. Um, yeah, I was, was, so I was a kid, and I was doing like kid classes and stuff like that. So What kind of martial arts was it? It was kind of like this weird mix. Weird um, mix. Wait, yeah. it was mixed martial arts? <gasps> What? No, but okay, but, but when you yeah. say mix, like, what would you mean, like, like, like several styles? Yeah, it was kind of like, so we did a lot of form, we did some form work, we did like some weapon work, and we did sparring, hit bags and mitts and stuff like that. Um, okay, that, that is pretty, so what was the, so what was like your teacher's background, or what was his, was yeah. it just a reasoning? For no, it was just kind of like a mixture of things, so like he, he used to box a little bit, and then I think he, I think he trained with some like Thai fighters or something like that at some point. Okay. Well, I don't know like to what, how long or what mm -hmm. capacity. Um, and later he started doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and then later Sambo. Mm -hmm. So he did um, have a really mixed. Yeah, no, it was, no, dude, it sounded like yeah. you were training MMA. Yeah. Kind of, yes and no. No but, ground? Like, no, eventually ground. At first, not really. Okay. Like that. Um, and there were still like, there were still like forms and 
weapon work too. What kind of like yeah, fucking yeah. trickery was this guy? <laughs> I know, right? Was he, was he just reading martial arts for dummies? And he was like, well, that seems like a good idea. You know, well, actually, I think about it now, because like, I think... Is this the founder of Mixed Martial Arts? <laughs> <laughs> it's Frank Dukes. <laughs> He's training to with Jean-Claude. His first yeah. fight was in the Kumite. He's Kumite. He's Kumite. He's fighting who's the bad guy? Kong Po? No, yeah, no, no, no. Kong yeah. Po is King Kong. Kong Lee? Or... Something like that. That yeah. big ass scary yeah. Asian yeah. dude. Yeah. With the oh, giant yeah, ass. I know, I know what you're yeah. The guy's pecs yeah, were really just like down there. He's sparring 10 year old Vincent. Was his name like Bolo or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Oh. okay, so you came, Jack. so, alright, so it's a rather, I mean, looking back, you can't quite, you know, get a name or, like, what the background was, but okay, but how did you, as a kid, like, how, how did you partake in that, or, like, what, did, what was your experience like? Yeah, it was just, honestly, I think at first, it was just for fun, um, like, it was just something you did after school, um, no, honestly, it's just fun at first, like nothing. And I think as a kid, that's kind of how it should be. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. for fun, it's something yeah. that you like to do. What What kept it fun for you though? Because you know, as we can attest, you know, Scott's Taekwondo experience, and then <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, because you know, it's it's easy, it's easy for a kid to lose interest and to lose you, you know, to lose their attention on something. Like what, if you could like remember, like what kept you in it? I don't know, probably just getting new belts. <laughs> yeah. So the, probably, like the reward system. Probably stuff like yeah. that. Um, I thought the weapons were pretty cool. Um, and when you say weapons, because you know I'm not familiar with this weapon martial arts, like what does that mean? Like, like handguns, stuff like that. He's like, I was in the mountains of China. Yeah. <laughs> you were in a fucking Marxist guerrilla group. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Can I All go right, back guys, with you? We go over there and we overthrow God. His first MMA fight, he pulls out a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he puts together an AK-47 with a blindfold on. No, just like so like what is it like nunchucks and then. Uh, I remember something like I think I'm Arnie's like, Arnie sticks. Okay, like okay, that. So like, um, okay, the sticks. Like Sai, like Raphael and Ninja Turtles. Okay, so like, like the pointy dagger things. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Wait, you had the fucking daggers from. They let you guys use <laughs> daggers? Ninja Turtles? And it's the same guy. Yeah. Wow. I know, yeah, this is a very. Yeah, it's no, a very, were, very they experience. They weren't sharp, but I mean, there were chunks of metal, though, for sure. So. I'm just imagining like a 10 year old Vincent with some size. And then like, he's like, alright Vincent. I gotta beat the foot ninjas. He shoots the double with the sides. And then shows, throws, he's up hitting pads with the sides. So like, hit pads. On the mitts. Did this take I forgot about this time. So like, I also, there was like a couple months where I did Yaido also. What's that? Yeah, it's a screen flashlight. Oh no. So you know how like there's kendo? Where it's like wooden sticks. Okay. So Yaido is like um they, it's kind of so it's you do it's kind of more like form work and stuff like that but you so use form with the yeah, sword but you use an actual sword sharp sword it can be sharp the yeah. ones that they practice with aren't but it's an actual blade Okay. Like yeah. So you're just. But you're are you sure you weren't a part of a? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, and then we can yeah. only date people inside yeah. of the yeah. school. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. 
Can, yeah, there was a can, massive orgy yeah. that yeah, took right. place. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really Vincent, scarred me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Vincent, were, were you were you a ninja? <laughs> were you in a part of the ninja yeah, yeah. open love commune? Yeah, well, what is well this? actually, yeah. guys, boom. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> believe it. Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, but okay, so yeah, no, but I so Yado, I did, so I did it's Iido for a couple for a couple months also. Um, it's the same school, just no, no, different. different school. Okay, so different school. Yeah, but it's funny. Like I remember, so like, and how old were you when you were doing Iido? I probably I was. I was not a teenager at the time, I don't think. So oh, wow. So you're, so you're a kid, but it's not, you so weren't like a full-fledged adult. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, but you're just playing no, with a metal well, sword. Dude, dude, so I actually remember this. So like, so I go in the backyard. Yeah. With the so metal sword? Practicing and stuff like that. Can you and imagine? No. <laughs> you see a young Asian kid with a, with a sword like, God damn it, I knew it. No, I remember. There, there, no, the white people are like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Black people can't do anything without us calling the cops, but now we got these Asian fucking ninjas. Yeah. Call 911 right someone now. Come look, someone come Send in the ninja squad, god yeah. damn it. Yeah. Well, I remember, I think one of the, one of our next door neighbors at the time, I think. <laughs> I think they, they were terrified? No, they talked to me about it one time. They were, they didn't voice, like, concern. But so they were I, definitely concerned. They, were you they yelling were katas? <laughs> you were like, no. And they're taking like watermelons and stuff like that and chopping those up. <laughs> no, like fruit ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're there, you're practicing your yada or yado. Like, yeah, in, all the forms and yeah, whatever. The forms. Okay. No, it's like that's just something that I just remember. But okay, but okay. So but how how did you hear about that then? Was that just your interest in no, so weapons? It, that and was your own? I think I had some interest in weapon, but that okay. was I think some of that ins taking me back. I'm trying to remember. Some of it was so um, so my, so both my parents, they're both Buddhist, and okay. so there's a Buddhist organization that they're a part of. Oh, so is that, And is then that there was someone in there that my dad was friends with. Okay. Who was one of the senseis at the Yado school. Okay, so through that connection, exactly, you're like yeah. family and so, connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then so I did Yado for a couple of months with my dad, because mm -hmm. he also was, he, he had never done, but it was, was just something, did, okay, no, no, he had never done. He was just interested in it for I think he just kind of, and, and looking back, maybe it was just something, he was like, oh, this will be fun to do with my kid. Okay, like just it might have been, some I don't kind know. of bonding experience, yeah. yeah. Or maybe, or maybe he just really liked the story and didn't give a shit about everything else. <laughs> okay, but no. nevertheless, you're yeah. a young kid. Right, yeah. a metal main, sword. Main point, yeah. main point is like, I was this kid that was just swinging around swinging the sword in the, sword. the backyard. In the backyard. Looking okay. back, probably caused a lot of concern. Yeah, in, in the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If I, yeah, if I just... Oh. Real estate agent's like, and we have this great location over here. <laughs> is, that, is that a small Asian boy with a metal sword? Yeah, there are ninjas in this neighborhood. It's just, it's been going downhill since the recession. Hey, where are you going? Hey, where are you <laughs> oh, okay, so all right. So, so your parents yeah. are Buddhist. Yeah, they are. So it's like a Zen Buddhism or no? Just... They yeah, they do like it's a Japanese type of Buddhism. Um, it's like they do like Nichiren Buddhism. Mm -hmm. um, not familiar with that. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'm not. It's not very big. Okay. I feel like, but it's actually really interesting in some ways. Uh, so the the actual organization that I grew up in, mm -hmm. something like that, the cult. Organization. No, it's interesting because like it, even though so it's a Buddhist organization, but it had like there's like a bunch of honestly there's just a bunch of white people in it, black people, Mexican mm. people, Asian like Japanese people, Chinese people. It has a little bit more Japanese people, I think, just from the background. But mm -hmm. it's like a, it was it was a very like international group and it's, like I would say very progressive um, in a lot of good ways. Um, there's like I don't really practice it now. I'm not very interested in like being a part of that so much anymore, or that oh, organization. Fine. I think it's just like, uh, I think the big thing is that like there's, even if like I think that organization has a lot of positive values and stuff like that, I think for me, it's just sometimes it's 
it just sometimes there's certain things that just don't make sense sometimes and trying to be a part of something that it's hard for me to buy mm -hmm. into if it doesn't okay. make so sense. Okay, so there's some restrictedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like, there's certain things where it's just like, ah, you know, I see what you're saying, but I just, I can't, it doesn't make sense. Well, do they get into kind of like the pseudo, like, it, it sounds like then it turns into like a religious babble at some point that you may not vibe with that, right? Yeah, I think at a certain point, stuff like that, there's always some of that. Like, even like before, before this podcast started, we were talking about like different religious texts and things like yeah. that and how... You know, like at what, at what point do you take do you take the whole thing completely literal, yeah. or do you start to kind of pick and choose things? Yeah. Like, how do you approach that sort of question? What's well, a nice subject because it's so rigid. Yeah, exactly. And and, and and even and so it's just and the it's just there's so much like stuff like that comes up enough for me where I'm just like, eh, you know, it's just I feel like sometimes for me. I don't deal with like cognitive dissonance very well and stuff like that, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. And so it's just like, if I start to get a sense of stuff like that, it kind of turns me off a little bit. Mm, so. so it's all gotta make sense for you? I think on sense. some level, yeah, on some, some level. And it's not that like, oh, I have to have all the answers, but it has to make enough sense for me to like want to continue more. To, to be sense. part of it. Yeah, exactly. So do you, okay. you kind of have like then an evidence-based approach to Actually, actually, that's really interesting. Um, because that's exactly no, what that sounds like. Yeah, no, I think so, I think that's kind of what I lean more towards. Like, I feel like I'm too extreme as far as how people approach life with in terms of maybe religion or non being non-religious. It's mm -hmm. kind of like on maybe a, just thought patterns. Or maybe thought patterns. Yeah. yeah, but like on one level, some some people can approach life in a way where they're told something, and then they try to make reality bend to that. That and that's the sense. cognitive dissonance you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because then anything else that comes in close you, you to that, yeah, they reject it. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and like right now we're talking in extremes and stuff like that. And I think most people who are in this... But, kind are, of, but, I mean, but are we? No, but I, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I don't really think it's more extreme. I think it's more of an abstract. We're just looking at it from, yeah. like, from... But no, I want to stay here, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I want to plant a flag here real quick because... Okay. Are we, though? Because that's our... That is our... This is our day and age with massive amounts of information, and I would say the, the era of hyperstimulation, where mm -hmm. someone can bury themselves in their own belief system more than ever before. That's true. Yeah, because it's insulating from there. But then it, it's double-edged sword, right? Because you yeah. can also you have access to more information that could challenge that idea. Yeah. But you also can get you can also get funneled in your own little hole. Yeah, but uh, well, yes, there is a double-edged sword, but. But most people, you know, mostly aren't are going to cut themselves with the sword. They're going to make themselves stronger. So that's why mm. the hyper insulation of the ideas ends up becoming more prominent. Exactly. Because that. it's like an echo chamber. It becomes, oh, you're saying the same ideas I think. I'll stick with you. Right. So you, it sounds like what happened with this uh, form of Buddhism and your parents, you just kind of like developed this like inner, which is great. <laughs> Good job. The inner, like, yeah. you know, you were a critical thinker. But, like, so how did you think you developed that? Or, like, yeah. when did, so, like, what age did you, did that start to, like, click with you? Well, or where it was kind of like, oh, I'm not so sure. Well, like, I mean, and, and it doesn't have to just be, like, Buddhism in general. Like, when did you, like, oh, start okay. thinking critically, would you say? And you became a, kind of a skeptic, a skeptic a little bit. Yeah, yeah I think... <laughs> I think probably. Are you laughing because oh, a little bit? <laughs> no, I mean I think probably probably right when I was like like twelve or thirteen stuff 12, like that. Okay, so, so right right around when yeah. you with the sword. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're starting to think about that. Okay, but then so you're developing that critical thinking. But like, what do you think that stemmed from? Like, do you think that stemmed from maybe? And could it possibly just be your martial arts training? So no, yeah. it's funny actually. Like I kind of laughed. I was like I kind of forgot about some of this stuff too. Okay. But yeah, okay. a little bit. So. 
there was a point. So when I first started training, I was ten years old, I think. Yeah, about ten. And then okay, it was mostly just for fun, right? Yeah. Like, it was like it's kind of cool. It's fun doing forms, sparring a little bit, weapon work and stuff like that. Um, but then there was a point, and this is where like I think my mom and I we have different stories for this because and I don't know what perspective. Well, no, it's yeah. just it's, it's like oh, so okay. in in my memory, she gave me a Bruce Lee book. Okay. Out of, for some reason, okay. like that. Mm. She probably regrets yeah. all of this now. <laughs> no, it okay, makes okay, perfect yeah. sense. Okay. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, okay. so in my memory, she gave me the book, and I never. But in her memory, I asked for it. You asked for the book. Yeah. Okay. So, but like to this to this day, like I don't. It's a conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But anyway, you got the book. Yeah, exactly. So and I'm like, mom, this is all your fault. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, okay, but what happened though? Like, so what about? No, so it's just like I think like so. Like Bruce Lee, he was very much about trying to be effective. Effectiveness is the most important thing as far as martial art. Mm-hmm. Um, and if something's not effective, you know, it's probably like discard it, like that. Just take no what's doubt. useful, and then if it's not useful, discard it. Um, That's literally like verbatim one of his sayings. Yeah. yeah. So and then so Bruce Lee made a pretty big influence on me. Philosophy um, major. Yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs> God, sorry. University of Washington. I'm trying not to yeah. steamroll you. <laughs> True, true. Yeah, that's a train, and that's weird. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but no, like I just yeah, I became like a really big Bruce Lee fan. Um, so and then so upon that, did you say that that increase your interest in martial arts? Definitely. That, that, okay, that yeah. Influenced it. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so. and then so then how so? Like what what made it? So what made then that thinking connection to then that physical like oh, partaking in the martial arts? Did it become because you started for fun and then did it start become like a little bit more for you or did it just no it, explored more? It definitely got more serious for me. There was a point where I was like, oh, I want to get really good at this. Okay. Um, and when do you think you made that switch like from that? Probably in my mind, probably around like thirteen. Okay. Thirteen or fourteen, somewhere around there, something okay. like that. Um, yeah, and then and. Um, the instructor that I was with at the time, and I'm still friends with to this day, mm-hmm. um, he like he was pretty open-minded about things and stuff like that. Um, although I think like initially when I was like, oh, all these forums are not good and garbage, blah 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 blah. Oh, he didn't. Oh, he didn't take. I didn't put it that way. But yeah. like he did not take that well. And there was like there was a there was a conversation where, yeah, where he was not happy with. It. And when I look back, I was like. Oh yeah, yeah. I can understand why he probably wasn't happy about that. Like, there's, a, there's like, yeah. there's like, there's, a, there's, there's a way to voice disagreement. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. No, but you still, you're young and you're trying to. Find oh, I no, I did a similar voice. thing. Yeah. At my first Aikido? like. Aikido. <laughs> no, no, no. I had, a, I had a good, um, actually, separation with Aikido. Okay. This was after my first grappling tournament. I, uh, it was in gi. I trained at a Muay Thai gym. <laughs> I had no, the only guy that was training me was my buddy Jonah, who, uh, he had some training in Oregon, and he was actually really good, but I ended up coming in second, but I was watching these guys from, it was a, honestly, it was a gi jiu-jitsu tournament at, like, this traditional martial arts wide tournament, so the sparring you're doing, it was like, that was kind of the the main thing on the agenda, and so I was watching other people in the um, grappling tournament, and there was this guy who was like this traditional, had traditional like martial arts garb on, like he had like a sash, and mm-hmm. he was just this white dude, and he just looked like the complete <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm just gonna be real. And he was, and the coach, because I had been coached by someone who had, um, he was younger than me, he was 16, yeah. I was like 18, 19, but Jonah, my main training partner, had way more experience than anybody, he'd been trained since he's 13, MMA, mm-hmm. and he was sick, so he knew basic submissions, and I was watching this guy coach his fucking, Students, students, yeah. and he like 
was giving the worst advice. Like, they got, one of his guys got like a guillotine. He was in pretty deep. Yeah. And he jumps, right? And he's holding it. And he's like, let it go. Like, right away. Let it go. <laughs> let it go and go for the triangle. And then the guy is stuck under the guy on top. And then I like walked over to him and I was like, I gotta be honest, man. You don't know what you're talking about. And he looked at me and like, it was this weird tension. It was yeah, like, yeah. he wanted to fight me. He's like, you don't, he's like, that's disrespectful. Yeah. He's like, you know how long I've been doing this? And I was like, no, it doesn't look like you've been doing it very long. <laughs> so I was like, no, I had that kind of arrogance yeah, yeah, about yeah. me too, because I was discovering the art and it can be perceived as arrogance, but it's also just given like your kind of growth as a critical thinker, you're challenging yeah. things. Yeah. And wh what are you supposed to do? Bruce Lee kind of set that out there. Bruce wasn't. Um, the most respectful with some of those things. He was saying this is ineffective. Especially with yeah. old ideologies. Old ideologies. Yeah. And they were hating him for that. Yeah. yeah. He was very hated for that. Yeah. They wanted to kill him, bro. Yeah. No, because he, yeah. he was also show, showing what? He was showing foreigners yeah. the old arts, too. And he showed yeah. them the death touch. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> he showed them yeah. the death and touch. Then, and then later, they used the death touch on him. <laughs> he didn't die of brain aneurysm. It, it, was, was, it was death touch. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. old masters got him. But okay. So you're there and you're getting, so and you express, you know, your, I guess, conflicts with the forms. Yeah. And then, but your martial arts teacher was, was open. No, he was open, yeah. yeah. And like these aren't, like these ideas and stuff like that, they're stuff that he's already like had before. Yeah. Stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, Given how, you yeah, know, it's, you had a mixed already. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bag from that. Yeah. And then, so like, yeah, after that, that conversation where he sat me down. And Grant, so I'm like, I'm like a 12 or 13 year old kid and stuff like that. So. Which is just awesome you're challenging shit at that age. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, but then like, so. The good thing that came out of that was because I, I was a kid, but he bumped me up to, or no, I think I was, I was in a teenager class at the time, actually. I wasn't a kid at that point. Mm -hmm. okay. And then after that, he just bumped me up to the adult class. To the adult classes, okay. Yeah. So, which was, gr which was great, and then I got beat up by the adults. <laughs> Humbled a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little bit, but it was good, so. Yeah. Okay, so you're there, and now you're a teen in the adult classes, and, you know, you're. You know, you're, you're progressing in it. So, what are you? Are you competing at all? Nope. Uh, no, not not competing. Nope. Just partaking in the just class. Just partaking, yeah. Okay. Although I did do, I think once I was in high school, I did do some judo through the high school. You just, so you did judo through your high school. Yeah. Okay. And then how did? So how did that come about? Like why why judo or how did you? I don't know. I think it was just like, oh look, there's like a martial arts thing at the high school. Okay. Oh cool. All right. So. Okay. And you, so oh so your high school had a hit on judo program. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Like, no, like it's actually interesting. The the high school judo program in the Kent School District, I yeah. want to say, is like the first in the U.S. Mm. Something okay. like that. So like, pretty pioneer, I, forget, I forget exactly. There is some history to that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, like, there's not, and but then, like, the flip side of that is because, like, it, while, like, it's great that, like, the judo program started, I think, in Kent School District, or, like, it has a lot of strong history there. In general, like, when you think about, like, judo in the U.S., it's not really a thing. And so, like, when you go to the state tournament, it's mm -hmm. like it's, it's a state tournament, yeah. but like what's like how many? It's not the yeah. same like how, in, how many schools exactly. It's like, like a state bowling tournament. You, oh, so you went to the state tournament and everyone from Ken just faced each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 that's not to be like oh you know state tournaments worthless. Like no, that's not the case. It's just that's the level of the sport. In the yeah, it's, it's just a not, small. Yeah, it's just it's the small. Top, yeah, whereas yeah. like so it's like if like because our I think our school won state every single year or something like that. Yeah, winner again. Yeah, but Kent. Then, yeah, but then oh, it's second, Kent going against yeah. Kent. <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna be the winner? Yeah. And the winner second, is Kent. Yeah, second place, yeah. Kent. Yeah, Third. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. Whereas like like in other sports like track, wrestling, whereas there's there's this organized architecture around it. Yeah. Like and winning, a lot winning, of, winning. And there's more. There's a bigger pool. Exactly. There's a bigger pool of talent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. From there. And so, okay. which actually, yeah. Now that I think about it, it's just like that's the state of 
Jiro in the USA just overall. So great. I want to back up a little bit. In so the form of Buddhism your parents yeah, yeah. practice that doesn't sound like it was a kind of a pacifist sort of thing because for the most part I know that Buddhism you I, I understand you know in terms of the natural world you are a functioning extension of the natural world. Mm-hmm. In most cases, that's kind of what you're taught, you know, and it's not just a corny, you're one with the universe. There's a lot of intellectual, spiritual mm-hmm. things behind that. You are a product of this universe. You are a product of this, like, cosmic explosion. But at the same time, I don't know too many Buddhists that are, like, um, full-on, like, you know, and maybe I'm wrong, but, like, engaging. Full-on full, full, full swords. Full-on with swords and, and then, like, doing <laughs> judo yeah. and engaging in a somewhat uh, confrontational, aggressive, like, yeah. sport. So did your parents push you in that direction or was it ever frowned upon or was it just kind of like it was pretty flexible for you I think it was good so (laughs) I think it was fine until like I started like watching a lot of MMA fights and stuff like that Uh, (laughs) and then like I know my dad wasn't happy about that okay but but so okay and that's where I was trying to get at actually why though so what one when did you start watching MMA and also why why did he yeah, <laughs> I almost want to. I don't want to interject because I want you to say, but it's okay. almost like anybody who sees MMA yeah. and has never seen it before. It looks fucking well, awful, well, especially especially so like, old school. Yeah, especially because like right now, like what is it? It's 2018. Yeah, 2018. Like yeah. yeah. So this 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 was probably back in like 2000, 2004, 2005. Oh, so it's like Ultimate Fighters. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So yeah. it's Griffin so, and Bonner. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not the it's not the dark ages of MMA, but it's like maybe a generation or two past that. Yeah, so. but it's still a gener- it's like a it's like a generation two removed from the dark. Yeah. Age. Still so the when they show, time. Yeah, yeah, so when they show highlights, it's gonna be of the dark yeah. age, like you know, uh, uh, Gary Goodrich like elbowing, boom, 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 fucking yeah. sumo wrestlers yeah, getting so, head kicked yeah. by yeah. Keith Agnew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just kid right in the groin. What was the yeah. one guy's name? Uh, Howard, uh, what's that dude's Oh, name? Harold Howard. Harold. <laughs> if you're not coming <laughs> on, yeah. we have a scene where from, if you're not coming on, then come, come on. on. I was like, man, these guys are really fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, just mullet, wife yeah, beater, man. like gee pants. That was yeah. the era of Matt Hume. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I said Matt was a total badass way ahead of his time. But yeah, so exactly. the, Okay, so you watch MMA. Yeah, no, the funny story, like, what actually, because uh, I had never heard of, like, of MMA. So, okay, how did you, yeah, so how did you hear about it? No, so what I, so this when I my freshman year, it's funny I remember this. My freshman year of doing judo, so I'm okay. a freshman at high school, so first year high you're school. Like, what, 14, I joined the judo 15? team. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And so at the time, um, so I went to Kent Ridge High School, okay. and there was another school in our school district called Kent Meridian. Okay. And so what the judo, like what we would do is I don't and I don't know why this was the case, but we would uh, practice together. Mm-hmm. So okay. the Kent Meridian would come over to our high school. And we just all practiced together. Practice judo, okay. And this, there was a the senior on, there was a senior on the Kent Meridian team who okay. had wrestled a lot, and um, he wanted to do mixed martial arts. His well, name, did you remember his name? Oh, sorry. I, I do remember his name. I'll say his first name. It was Joey. Oh, know, but do you remember his last name? I do. What's the last name? Shalom. That sounds familiar. Do you, do you actually know him? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Was he up my weight? One thirty-five, one forty-five. I don't know. He was a little bigger than me. Okay. Um, but he wasn't like he wasn't like clearly outside. Like he was bigger than me, but not by a huge amount. So mm-hmm. okay. yeah, I mean it's probably because yeah. he was because from Kent Meridian, so down south a little bit more and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, it's probably you guys bump past that certain probably, point. Probably yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Joey Shellum. Um, <laughs> no, but um, no, he. I remember talking with him. Okay. And I don't know, and I don't know why. Like I don't know why. But somehow, yeah, somehow we the conversation. Yeah, we had the conversation. Okay. 
And then he and was he like, changed his life forever. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, he was like, yeah, I want to do mixed martial arts, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, what's mixed martial arts? And he's ah. just like, <coughs> he's like, oh, let me bum, tell bum, you, fuck. yeah, you get in a fucking cage and you go ape shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah. No, that's probably what you know. High school. It's like you know, yo, you want to smoke this weed? <laughs> yeah. Got oh, it. that's good. You yeah. want to try this ecstasy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to yeah. take a hit of this meth? Yeah. yeah, really. And that was the gateway. Though. And that was the gateway. Yeah. Yeah. Words, gateway. Okay, yeah. so so he tells you, and then uh, no, you just look it up then, on your no, own. No, no, and then I went to like Blockbuster or Hollywood. Video. Ah, dating yourself. Oh shit. Oh yeah. damn. Yeah, well, I went to one of them, and then okay. uh, I checked out like UFC one. And <laughs> UFC one. No, damn. Seriously. Damn. So you're at Blockbuster. Or you go back into the the like, back yeah, area. Yeah. The, the special, oh, yeah. special, yeah. interest, special yeah. interest. Special interest. Oh, you there's hear all the porn? Of, no, I want to soft porn. Sort of softcore porn. And like hentai. Hentai. Yeah, hentai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I know what you're into, Asian kid. No, actually, oh, I want no, that. Yeah. 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 Whatever, perv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. UFC. Yeah. You'll be back. You'll be back. Some crusty old fat guy just eating the popcorn butter. It's like it's like. It's like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah. 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 So you yeah. All right, so you're there. You get like a VHS. Yeah. Like, you have seen one. Was there static? Yeah. Was there static? <laughs> Did okay. you have to adjust the static? Yeah. No, I think uh, I'm pretty sure it's DVD. Or tracking. Okay, so it's, tracking. Okay, so it's a DVD. Yeah. No. Okay, so it's a DVD. And I remember watching it. Oh, but you know what? Before that, sorry. Before okay. that, I actually I vividly remember. Okay. Um, so I went on YouTube first. Okay. YouTube was oh man, early yeah. YouTube, early 2004. Yeah, shut up, Andrew. There's some weird shit on there. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I remember so like, cause Joey had talked to me about like the Gracies and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm like, oh, the Gracies, okay. And I want to say like I ended up finding like one of uh, Henzo's old fights. It might have been Henzo or it might have been. So one, one, one of the old. Yeah, places. and I just remember like. Was like on a hardwood floor or something? Or was no, it this, this was in a ring. This was like a Valley Tudo. Yeah, okay. it was a Valley Tudo style, I think. And I just remember seeing like one of. I'm assuming it was Henzo, like. He, somehow he ended up like in that snap down position. Yeah. Um, but this guy was and he just oh, just the guy, just the, the guy in the head. And I was right. like, wow, that's so brutal. That looks horrible. Or something yeah. like mm -hmm. that. And I remember having that like that visceral. I had that visceral reaction. It's like, oh, geez. And you never so seen anything like that before. No, I never yeah. seen anything quite like that. Um, okay. And so, and then then later checked out the UFCs. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Well, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, okay. then you just kind of, because then you see the art yeah. behind yeah. it. Well, well, and I think too, it's like I think it's. For, like for me now, it's hard to like remember what what, what martial arts was kind of like. Yeah. Back for back then. Back, like back for you then, but it was. Yeah. Like, but you were say like visceral. Like, could you maybe like capture like what what do you what was like, what about it caused such like a an emotion from you or like a, that kind of response? Just fucking primal, dude. Yeah. yeah. Someone just got kind of needing. Yeah. Just face. Yeah. No. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like, oh. It's yeah. like the first yeah. time you look at porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like on some level it's. What it's, I mean by that is it's like the first exposure, though. Yeah, it's this visceral, like human reaction, yeah. just because of how primitive it is. Yeah, yeah. So, because it's just like I've never seen anything quite like that before. It's okay. Just like holy. So you didn't watch like um, you didn't watch ghetto fights like I did. <laughs> <laughs> or bum, or bum or fights. Bum, or bum fights. Or I, watched all, I watched yeah. a whole lot of bum fights, and I was like, <laughs> if I can get paid to fight bums. <laughs> then, Hell yeah. And God is my witness, <laughs> even though he's not there, <laughs> I'm gonna find a way. <laughs> But you know who are they? 
bums. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I told right. Matt when I came to AMC, I was like, is there any way I can fight a disadvantaged person who's disadvantaged economically? Just get them in the cage and just go hard. He's like, uh, you need to leave. I was like, or do I need to stay? <laughs> no. You, they have a saying where I come from. If you're not going on. Like, come on. Do you remember that yeah. guy? I want to be him. <laughs> no, but it is. Uh, yeah. It. it Tell me more about like that reaction. You're just like, oh, this guy got knee in the face. No, like, it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just. So like, and what was your follow up thought on that? Like after seeing that, and then I think I just went about my day. <laughs> just went about. No, 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 no. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> went about your day. No, but I feel because wow, that looks horrible. Yeah, oh, I got homework oh, gotta, to do. Got homework right. to do. Um, yeah, damn. but okay. So, but how did so? You're the, you you said that you know your dad didn't quite approve of it. So how yeah. did he approach did you? Did your dad see the video? Uh, I don't know. He's Son, like, what are you doing in your room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like lotion, there's like lotion over here. Why are your pants off? <laughs> it's, just it's just literally because your hands are like dry. And then you're like, he's like, oh, I gotta have the talk. He's like, well, Vince, you know. And then you look at some guy getting knee in the face and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Kind of problem. Kind of sick. We got a problem. Dude. Oh, but anyway, yeah, so oh, Vince, man. so what was, yeah, so what was that? Like conversation, like what was his? I don't know if there ever was really much of a conversation. Oh, I just, what, did, what did he say then? Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Just did not really approve, like wasting your time. Wasting like your that. time. Okay. Yeah, so I, I mean, like, and that's a rational thing for a no, that's, to that's think. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like, like, hey Vince, or you're like, hey Dad, I want to get in another cage and put some spanks on and <laughs> knee another man in the face and then maybe grab his limbs and get him to tap on the ground. A father's like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. 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 You know, and then there's sometimes I wonder, like in the future, like like when I have kids or when everyone, you know, stuff like that. Like, what is what is gonna be that thing that I'm just like, that's fucking stupid, stuff like that, and it ends up actually being something kind of cool. Yeah. No, like what is? Cause yeah. It's, or it's, it's gonna or, happen or, or something. No, I know. Yeah. That that no that that that's true, and it's I know, but it, no, it is hard, and I can see you know what Scott's saying like, from a parent's perspective, yeah. like yeah, why why would you watch your child? You know what my dad said to me when I told him I wanted to do kickboxing? What'd your dad he say? He just looked at me. He's like, you will lose. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Wow. Like, like, you get bloody noses all the time. They'll stop it because you get a bloody nose. And that was when I knew yeah. that I had to fight to yeah. prove my father wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'll show you, Dad. I'll show you, Dad. I'll show you. And it was weird. In the middle of the fights, I was calling the guy Dad every time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, you believe God. me now, Dad? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 So got some issues. Yeah. 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 No, no, but I, I remember... No, I know the same thing. Like my parents not approving of the whole fighting. I mean, what parent really is? But like, can you blame? Yeah. I don't blame parents. them. I know. I, I don't. I think blame it's always them. like in hindsight. Like now, yeah. me being older and stuff yeah. like that. When I look back, I can be like, yeah, you know, I can. Like even, even, yeah. even now, knowing like we're like how people train now is a lot smarter and everything like that. I think like like if I if it's I had still a, dangerous. Thing. Yeah, like if I had a kid or close friend or girlfriend something like that that was. Training, that's great. But as soon as they say, I want to fight, even for me, I'm kind of like, oh, shit, I don't know. It's a, yeah, because it's, it's not for everyone. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what, what's what's your view on that, Scott? Well, I don't I don't know, man. I just, yeah. you know my, yeah. I think you guys know my thoughts. Yeah. It's like, I yeah. I get it. I did it. Mm -hmm. I understand it. I think it teaches you a lot about yourself. Yeah. But there's something about how I look at it now so where I'm just like, that's, that is fucking stupid. Yeah. I think that. Yeah. Like, um, who got... Oh, when I watched Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, this is literally so animalistic and grotesque. And for, you know, fighting for a paycheck and then fighting for some... I look at it like this, and this is maybe a little bit depressing, but I don't care. It's, it's philosophy. At the end of the day, and 
in the course of history, as history develops, I mean, we may not be here that much longer. Climate change is a reality. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, we're, they're not going to remember. Yeah. The, the collective human memory yep. is going to go all the way back and go, on this day, yep. Robbie Lawler and Rory McDonald fought in a cage. Yep. It'll be a passing memory. Yep. It's it's not that significant yeah. at all to me. And how I look at those things now, um, and just I think the trauma that fighters endure too. So um, having dealt, like we talked on our last last podcast about this with a fighter who, uh, Joel Ridzak, who took a significant amount of damage, and he literally said this dude in the podcast. He said, "I might have Alzheimer's because of this. I might struggle with that." Yeah. That's the reality of this sport, and I don't care how you package it. I don't care how smart you train because training is different than fighting once you get in there and there's guys who are doing it now like you two including and patrol who's got a fight coming up that you just have to throw that to the side yeah, yeah. and i get that and i support that because yeah. you can't do it any other way yeah you can't keep it at the forefront of your mind you definitely but, cannot but you also but you also know that you have to be aware I mean, sometimes you know, some people just throw it in the wayside and then like, oh shit, now the damage is already here. Yeah. And here's the other thing, dude. I feel like we fight from a really, it's a healthy thing, but we, some of us fight from a place of trauma that we just don't acknowledge. No, yeah. that's, no, well, it's true. Yeah, like, yeah. like, so, and I, I feel like, I think this has come up before in, mm -hmm. in, in this podcast series, but like, I feel like everyone who's at the gym and stuff like that, or anyone who really gets into combat sports or martial arts, they're not the most... Put together people on some level, maybe, and maybe, and maybe through doing combat sports and stuff like that, they they leave much better for that. But when they yeah. come in, not not so. No, I don't yeah. think they're not always the most together. Or we're so. put together in a different way. That's yeah. the way I see it too. Right, and maybe yeah. martial arts, like I, if it was just the classes and then the sparring every once in a while, that could give you some like order in your life. But when you when you make a decision, and I talk, my friend is a. Uh, He's a guidance counselor. He's got his graduate in guidance um, counselor for like school. Like, yeah, but he's no. I think he actually has a higher level degree in psychology too. I forget what it is, but he's okay. fascinated with uh, combat sports athletes. Mm, okay. Because he says like he's like Scott. Think about this, dude. He's like you got inside of a cage, yeah. and you fought another man. Yeah. And I'm like, can't you say it any other way? He's like, I can't. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what you did. No, and and that's the thing. And then like and like also like we said with on the last episode. That's very. That that thought is like very you know far and away what most people would not do you know so m most people like can't think of, and it's you know because we're we're I guess unique in this sense because we're three people who have done that you know from there and it's it's easy for us to talk to each other because we I know I mean we all come from different pathways you know different yeah. circumstances but we still all took that same step towards that so it's interesting like you're saying like I'm sure your friend would be fascinated like okay what causes somebody to want to you know well, put themselves in that danger it creates yeah. a subculture too it creates yeah. a subculture mm -hmm. and it actually creates a class when you get paid for it mm -hmm. and i don't think anyone's called it this but it's literally i call it like the gladiator class mm -hmm. that's what oh, it is you're a paid professional fighter mm -hmm. engaging in combat for monetary gain you're a part of a certain class structure now that's a very interesting space to occupy in our society when we really step back and look at it. Because what they're trying to do is, with the UFC right now, is they're trying to legitimize it like they have done with uh, the NBA and NFL. Yeah. Look, you can't do yeah. that. I was just hanging, I was on a little quick date. You know what I'm saying? Your boy's on a little date. <laughs> you know, shout out. She'll probably watch this. She's really chill. But she brought up a good point. We were talking and she was yeah. like, it's not football. Like, football caused brain trauma. She said fighting is very systematic mm -hmm. and it is a very skillful thing. But it's also very serious. And yeah. it's like, you can't, I don't care what they try to it's, do. It's not a game. Yeah. 
you can't legitimize it like that. I, I remember, I think, I, so I told you this, I think, on Saturday, but I don't think I've told you this. So I was talking with Eric uh, okay. a while ago and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, which Eric? Eric, the grappler Eric. Mexican Eric. Yeah. I love Mexican yeah. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Shout so out to I was talking. Airbnb. I was talking to him a while, a while ago, and it came up in conversation, like, yeah. like why, why mixed martial arts will never become exactly like football or soccer and things like that. Yeah. As far as in the you US, you can't put it in a pretty package. Exactly. It's like, not can, like be, what Eric was yeah. saying, like Vincent, can you imagine? Like, it's like Sunday, like Sunday night football, or whatever. You did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can you can you imagine like for like Sunday night MMA? Oh yeah, we're gonna get the whole family together, yeah. like the little kids, pop bowl of popcorn, yeah. and we're just gonna watch Donald Sterling knock Matt Brown out. Cold. Yeah. It's just like what? Yeah. 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 Oh look at that knockout, yeah. kids! Wasn't you know, that wasn't yeah. that great? You know, that, that's true, really, but uh, that's what a bunch of savages do. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, in some ways, yeah. So. yeah. Well, it's like this. I will never forget, and I'm gonna air my dad out right now. I just will. I don't okay. care. But yeah. I'll never forget, Mr. Um, McDonald. Yeah. No. He. He may acknowledge this, he may not. Yeah. I remember, oh, this is kind of fucking hardcore, but I remember w the invasion of Iraq and mm. then the bombings being recorded. And I remember my dad sitting there and watching that and being like, oh shit, like, whoa, yeah. yeah. Like, kind of like engaging in yeah. like this excitement yeah. over the bombing. Yeah. And I, I talked to an athlete at our gym and because uh, they asked me about the transition out of fighting into like you know this professional realm. Yeah. And I said, look, man, fighting, and because I'll express my opinion. Mm -hmm. I said, fighting occupies the same space as someone watching a bombing, and mm -hmm. cheering and being that thrilled. It, yeah. Because that's people are like, oh, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's this like it's that bloodlust. It is this yeah. bloodlust, and yeah. I don't. And there, there's practitioners like us who have like who. And like we have the the great blessing of training at a gym mm -hmm. and being trained by one of the best in the world, Matt Hume, who mm -hmm. tries not tries he implements the preservation of those classic like martial arts principles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like martial arts has a long and bloody history of like you know being used to kill people, being used to just hurt people. It's, it's in the name. It, it's, it's a martial, martial art. It's a martial art. So yeah. I feel it's like war. I'm not yeah. saying like if you watch a UFC. Maybe I am saying that. If I don't think we take a time to have a pause moment when we see someone just get brutal, yeah. brutalized. We go, ah, and then we're just like, at least me now. I go, fuck. Yeah. Wow. You know, well, it's interesting. Like, so that, so people when they see like a video of like a bomb going off, it's like it can and it can be very exciting. Yeah. I guess in that sense. And it evokes emotion. Exactly. Yeah. But like. I think if like I would imagine like if I saw that all the time if I was always around it's not because I'm so normalized to you, it you get desensitized yeah exactly it's yeah. not gonna but then so I would imagine that's the case but then for us right so you like get desensitized to violence exactly that's yeah. what I'm getting at like yeah. so like that's for sure like when so when someone has not been exposed to mixed martial arts before in, or combat sports and they see it they're like gosh it, that looks brutal and stuff like that but then for us since we're so used to it it just. Are we are we like just desensitized to all this violence? I wonder that. No, that's good. I'm, no. I'm definitely desensitized yeah, like, to like, violence. Like, I know that for sure. Yeah. yeah, and so. Well, think about how our language changes around when one of us is about to compete or yeah. fight. Yeah. I know mine does, and it's like it's a switch because when I'm removed from it in a professional setting, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. Well, no, a lot of things are based on <laughs> no, a lot of things are based on war. Like yeah, Josh Barnett yeah. talks. A lot of things are based on war. If anything, everything you're is. Fuck them up. You're gonna no, knock them out. Everything is just an iteration of war from there. So yeah, it's just a modified iteration of war. And I think that's, I mean, but that's, you know, once again, that's the ties that bind 
you know, people like us together because they're just they're willing to engage in that. So, no, it's true. So let's bring this question back to you, Vincent. So what? So then, what caused that? You know, when you're 10 years old, you're learning this for fun, and then you got into Bruce Lee. You became more engrossed in martial arts. You're doing, you know, judo at at school. So what ended up? How did you end up wanting to compete? Like what? What was that? What was that need, or what was that decision? I think for you, just wanting to be good. Wanting to be good. Yeah. So okay. Wanting to be good. I and I think for me, like I, and maybe I don't know. Maybe when maybe when I was like thirteen, fourteen, I really did just want to beat people up. But I don't think yeah. that's for me. Not necessarily. I think it's more about just achieving like some high level of proficiency or okay. something. Okay. Um, I also think though, like, but like, why does someone strive to get good at something? Mm-hmm. I think on some level, and I think as people progress in in anything, it kind of changes. It, but like, I think maybe initially it's because you feel like you're not very good at anything, or mm-hmm. there's like this gap in your your ego or yeah. something like that, where you just you want to you want to test yourself, improve yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, like martial arts was definitely a part of that, and it's always always just been, I think something that I've always just been interested in trying to get better at, so. Well, you really do get immediate feedback. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's you know, what I, th- I mean, that's either yeah. negative or positive yeah. reinforcement yeah. immediately. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's one That's one thing I like about it a lot. It's just you figure, th- you figure out if this is going to work or not pretty quick. So, Or if you have to do something and you like this a lot, it's working, and then someone throws something else in that starts to shut that down, and you either throw what you did away or you have to pivot and make, make adjustments for it. So what what would you have, it, was that your intention when you started because you wanted to be good at it? Yeah, I think so. No. Looking back, just examining that. And you did okay. fight? I fought one time in MMA. This was like when I was 21. When you're 21, okay, so how did that go? Not well. No, 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 I've talked about it in yeah. this before, okay, but let's, okay, mm-hmm. let's, so let's backtrack. So how did you, so one, how did you find out about that or that fight? Or like, how did you find out that, you know, there was a fighting opportunity? And then no, what I made just, you? I just talked like, to uh, my coach at the time about it. Coach at the time um, about yeah. it? Okay. So, and I, like, and he had, somehow he knew some of the people at Rumble on the Ridge. Snoqualmie Casino. That's where you fought, That's dude? I fought. That was Rumble. your first fight was Rumble on the Ridge? Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep, they had an outdoor show. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was it's like summertime or something? Yeah, it was summertime. Okay. Yeah, I think August, like August 27th, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, no, no, I remember it, and it's weird, like, being out outside and stuff yeah, like that. I fought outside before, it's, too. It's a little bit but weird. Like fight outside, like, Spokane or some shit? Yeah, uh, Tri-Cities. Tri-Cities. Oh, yeah, it's a crazy-ass no, street. No, no actually, I don't, yeah, it wasn't, like, so far. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember Trevor saying, oh, yeah, it was so fucking hot. No, it was like, hot, and that's yeah. where Matt yelled at me afterwards, because I taunted the guy after I choked him out. Like, oh. I went, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, you know, know. Know. And then, then, like, you were reviewing reviewing film with Matt or something. But I knew, so he reviewed it with Drew Brokenshire, Drew's fight, and then Brian Robert's fight, who were my teammates. And then he got to me, and I knew that I did that. Yeah. And, and I was like, you're like, oh no. I was like, I was like, he's not gonna see. So we watched the fight. and I'm just sitting there, and I don't even. Remember, I remember he said something about transitioning to the arm bar and getting back to my feet. And then I was like, okay, he's done. And then like it played in front of yeah. him, and then he just was staring blankly, and I was like, he didn't catch. <laughs> As it. you're going down. Like yeah, but he's just staring like this. I was like, he didn't catch. He's thinking about something else. But then he goes, <laughs> and then he rewinds it, and then he goes, and then it's just me going. Yeah. <laughs> 
and in my mind, it was just me going like 800 times, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like a circle, and then Matt's face like this, and then me just going, you know, like one of those psychotic circles. But anyway, he like, he stops and he goes, and then there's this, he's like, and it was a serious talk, and I'll be, I'll tell it seriously because it was really serious in my career. He's like, don't you ever do that. He's like, don't ever do that again. He's like, was that you? He's like, oh, this is so deep. He's like, was that your most proud moment in oh, mixed man. martial arts? And he paused, and I was like, no, it wasn't. And he's like, because if it was, you can have that moment, and then that'll be it. He's like, we don't mm -hmm. do that. He's like, you know what Vince Lombardi said? I was like, in my mind, I'm like, that man said a lot of things, <laughs> yeah. and I just don't know right now what he said yeah. that relates to this situation. But yeah. he said, we uh, don't celebrate in the end zone. We walk into the end zone, and then we walk out. That's mm. it. And I was just fucking shaking. Because of just how powerful yeah. it was and because of how I still hold it's like working with Matt that he has that prestige yeah. because of how he he deserves all that respect because of what he's done and he's a yeah. great person. Yeah. But like when he's coaching you it's a different type of pressure you feel because it's like shit, I want I wanna do good in his eyes because of all the great techniques that I'm privileged to partake yeah. in. So I just was sitting there shaking and then he goes Good job. And then he like, <laughs> and then he like walks out. But I'm just like, like just like, just fucking still in the little room. And, but yeah, no, it was um, that was my fight outside. Yeah. I do a different story. But you fought outside at Rumble in the Ridge. And yeah. It's just weird. Like, and there's just, like small things about fighting outside that it's just weird. You like the breeze and stuff like that. The breeze. It's just, and it, it's not anything like horrible. It's just weird. And like, I remember, I think some of the. Some of the canvas was a little bit hot because there was sun out, but they put a tarp at the very top to try to shade it out, but like it doesn't catch all of it, stuff yeah. like that. Some spots are real still yeah. real hot. Okay. No, yeah. No, I fought. Um, yeah, on Rumble on the Ridge, and um, I got TKO'd, which sucked, but. Was it on the ground? Um, it ended on the ground. It started on the feet. Um, it's actually funny because my memory of the fight is different than what actually happened. Okay. <laughs> and I remember having, uh, not an argument, but I remember the very next day, um, I talked to one of my friends, Gabe, who's now at AMC. Shout yeah. out to Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gabe. But no, I, I know I, you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you, Gabe. Yeah. I'll but, meet you, Gabe. No, I just remember, like, I was talking to him the next day, and he's like, yeah, man, you know, how you, like, oh, that sucks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you got dropped twice. And I was like, no, it was only once. He's like, I'm pretty sure it was twice. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it was only once. Stuff like that. And then, but then yeah. I look back at the film and what yeah. had happened was, because um, in my mind, from what I remember, and it's, it's funny too, like I just, I was really stressed out before that. And I remember just tunnel, like literally like my vision and stuff like that was closing. Like all I could see was the guy, like shh, everything just tunneled in. Where all, all I could see was basically his face and that was about it. I couldn't really see much else. Cause I think just so much like fight or flight going on. Yeah. Um, and then I remember, like, he kicked me in the body, so I just kicked him right back. Um, and then after that, we exchanged a little bit, and then I remember we clinched, and then next thing you know, like, I'm on top of him, and I have no memory of how that happened. And then so I'm like, oh, I guess, and then so I start trying to punch him a little bit, and then eventually he kicks me off. Um, and then once it's back on the feet, like, basically, um, he just started to punch at me and stuff like that. He got me on the cage, and I think I circled out, and he hit me with, I think, a hook or something like that, and then I went down. Um, and then the ref just called it right there. Um, but what actually happened was, I think he, he, when we had clinched up, after that clinch exchange, he actually dropped me at that point. So I, I 
boom, I fell on my, I fell on my butt. I stood up and just shot in, took him down. Really you got ugly. The take down. I got the take, take down. down, and that's how I ended up on top of him. But in my mind, but you, I, but you forgot. Like, I had zero memory of that. I just remember you were like, man, I must be the best wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 damn, yeah. I will. This you know, the funny thing yeah. is though, like I remember, um, like, cause I was so stressed out about that fight for a lot of different reasons. But one thing, can you, what were you stressed out? Before you go there, yeah. can you describe what you were stressed about? Like, what was that like? There was a lot, dude. It felt like. I think I just, I put a lot of pressure on myself, mm. a lot of unneeded pressure. Um, and even like my coach at the time, I think he even was kind of like, you don't need to put that much pressure on yourself, like why? Um, but that's just how I was. And so like, I just remember, um, it's funny because I, I was in college at the time and I remember I was like in that autumn, I was going to move into a house with all my friends and I should be excited about this. Yeah. And I genuinely was, but yeah. like, um, like there's, a, but I just remember this feeling while I was preparing for the fight. Like I could not be excited about anything that passed that date. Like I, even if I sat and thought for so, like so about, just super focused on it. Yeah, like, and even if I sat and thought about something that was supposed to happen past that date, I couldn't focus on it for like more than five minutes. It was really hard to. So, so just hyper focused on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and then. Um, hmm. That's really gripping. Yeah, gripping is a did, good word. Well, did me. you ever? Um, did you ever struggle with any sense of like anxiety or anything like prior to that? Had you ever confronted that throughout your life? I think so, because I'd competed in like judo tournaments and stuff like mm -hmm. that before. This is the first thing I competed with in that involved striking. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So in that regard, like yes, but I think because for me it's like so much of my identity was like tied to this, and mm -hmm. in, in in like in some identity tied to what you do, I think is good. But like there's like a point where it becomes unhealthy. Mm. And I know, like, when I look back, I know, like, my, I was still, like, I was, the result of that meant so much to me that mm. it just put this ridiculous amount of pressure on that was just not, not great, so. Yeah, I don't know, like, and I, you know, it's, I'm glad to be back at AMC because I've seen a lot of guys go through, like, their first and yeah. second, and that always seemed, for the first, I don't know what it is that seems to be the case. Yep. I asked about anxiety just in your day-to-day -day life. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. No, I think anxiety, not I did not not so much anxiety. Self-esteem, not so much, but anxiety. So self-esteem in terms of like feeling like you needed to have a certain performance or that you needed to be good. I think that, so. You weren't good enough. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think that. And that is. Yeah. yeah. The that is the interesting confrontation that you faced right there. Is you literally had created this, you had moved towards this thing that was definitely, on some levels, maybe not to everyone, but to you, a test of how good you were. Mm. And you had to face that. And so what happens is when you're confronted with that, when you're getting closer, is it does become horrifying. Yeah. Because it's not just the moment in the fight, it's Vincent as a person. And so when people say, it's you, like Connor's like, it's you versus you in there, it's like, it's, we don't analyze that. But that is what you confront. Mm -hmm. You literally confronted yeah. that, and yeah. that's why you were so... Because, yeah. like, what does it mean if you win, yeah. or what does it be yeah. lose, and, like, all this sort of stuff. Like, and am I good in, enough? In what does it say about me? Yeah. Yeah. If this happens and I lose and I get hurt, do I... Am yeah. I worthless? Am I... Yeah, and then, like, and it's because I lost that. I lost that that fight, and then after that, like, I just was so frustrated. I just quit training for probably about... I, just, I quit doing, like, any sort of physical activity for, like, probably three months. Mm -hmm. Um... I think, like, I, I remember, actually, I, I worked out, like, I went on a run and, like, lifted weights, like, one time in that duration. But then after a while, I miss it, and then I start coming back, training again, stuff like that, so. But that's a hell of a way to confront that, um, 
kind of like path, not pathology, but just kind of that it, that issue and that, that that inner conflict, that inner conflict yeah. that's yeah. just there. That's a hell of a way to go and do it. Yeah. And all fighters confront it in yeah. some way. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't buy it, dude. I I get I get it when they go. Oh, I've done this so many times. I'm just able to shut my brain off. I'm like, there is some. There's always, always. There's always yeah. something scratching here. Yeah. yeah. So it's just yeah. really interesting. No that, matter how many fights you've had. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that came out for you, right? And then the wor- in essence, the worst does happen. But you know what? You're still fucking alive. Yeah, life kind of goes on. And you're here. And I think that's kind of like one thing over time that I kind of see is that like it doesn't like the performance that you have in in a competition and stuff like that. Like it. No matter what happens there, life just kind of goes on, um, you know. And hopefully, like when you compete, win or lose, hopefully you don't get hurt, so it doesn't change your daily life. But at the end of the day, it's just life moves on, and um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, and I think that's that perspective. I think is important for to keep in mind. At least for me, I feel like it helps. And I know, like since then, I haven't had I haven't had any MMA fights since then. But I've done some smokers grappling competitions and stuff since then. And, yeah. And I know for me, especially with the smokers. Um, I think that's something I really do try to focus on is that like at the end of the day, like it, you know, if I do well, that's great. If I don't do so well, that's okay too. And I, in both cases, I know there's going to be certain things I need to to work out and examine. Um, but you know, like at, like at the end of the day, like it's kind of what you were saying earlier. But like for me, I have this viewpoint of like, well, I'm not that important. Like no one's really so in terms of significance. Exactly. Talk like, about the Robbie. Yeah, like no one's yeah, gonna remember. Exactly. No one's gonna exactly. look back. No remember that time when yeah. August blah blah blah. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And so like yeah. if my if 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 my life goal is to become like the the greatest mixed martial art, is, is that a great goal to have? I think it is. But I think that pers- you know, it needs to be tempered by that perspective of like of reality. Yeah. And, that was like I remember after one of my title fights, my actually second title fight, I had won a belt against another undefeated guy who had been way more active than me. I'd been gone for two years, mm-hmm. and I trained my ass off, and it was a very impressive performance. Uh, a lot of people commented on it. And I remember like getting the belt and then like walking up to the locker room, and I had the belt, and I just like threw the shit. I just went and just dropped it and it hit the ground. And then uh, my old Muay Thai coach was there, and he was like, oh, you're the champ, celebrate. I was like, man, that doesn't mean shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is... Because what does it mean? In the, in yeah, because I was line. like, you know, because yeah. I was like, yeah. who cares? Because for me, um, fighting was, yeah, I answered some questions, and I feel like I got all my questions answered, but it, it, was, um, it was more about just I feel like I... I needed an answer and it's like you need an answer and Pocholo needs an answer mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that is not always going to be that you're you're a part of the gladiator class getting paid for this it's just not going to be what it's going to be yeah. but um what it is what it does do then there's other ways to get these answers but this is like i said immediate feedback yeah so yeah. for me it was like you know i talked about this on the last podcast i got bullied and i had a lot of really intense experiences in high school where i got jumped and shit and for me, fighting gave me the ability to control my body. You know what I mean? Um, and what I mean by that is, like, when, when people are coming up, I had to specify last time. Yeah. No, yeah. seriously. Sometimes it sounds, and it's fair. When some people say yeah. that, they come from a place where they've been sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to mock that or make fun of that. Yeah, you know? but it's just like, but well, I had to clarify that that wasn't yeah. my well, experience. Well, well, and I think, like, when, like, control, 
your body, like for us, because we do martial arts and sports, boom, okay, we have some sense of what Because you're when you're getting, yeah. well, when you're yeah. getting jumped or bullied or people are grabbing you yeah. or shoving you or just like, you don't feel like you have control. Yeah. So martial arts gave me that control. Yeah. So if someone advances on me, yeah. you know, yeah, I you're can't. Not, you're not helpless. Rap rapidly and effectively close distance yes. and knee the shit out of them. <laughs> I can really now, I can really now get yeah. that ass. And so, what? How did you get over that loss? Like you said, like you said, like three months, you were unable. Really, didn't really work yeah, out. Like I think, yeah, I think. This is, I think. I, I gotta say something. Oh, yeah. When you tell it, I can still tell it's really real for you. Yeah, I think in some ways. I think, I don't know, I just think time. Time's a big thing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think time, but then also just, I think one thing for me that, yeah, I think it's more when I look back where I feel like I have learned this, but like at the time when you're going through it, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's like, what, to get what that what, like, okay. like, oh, what did I learn? Oh, I'm a piece of shit. I can't do anything. Right? <laughs> that's what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. no, but that's true because you're yeah. a very... Like yourself is your very harsh is, is a harsh critic. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I lost my first one. I yeah. lost my second one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. It's but it's real. It's yeah. that whole thing. Like someone's Fuck like, you know, no, for real. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> no. The girl I was yeah. talking to, she was yeah. like, she was like, you know, people can give you all the praise in the world, but it's on you to just go, okay. Because yeah. she's like, someone could go, hey, you're doing really good, and you'll be like, oh, you don't know me, Nancy. I'm a fucking failure. <laughs> yeah. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, because yeah. that, that's really, that's the whole self-esteem thing, but yeah. I think it's remarkable. Um, bro, because it's like, I feel like that was my fear. Mm. As I kept winning, I was like, Dude, what if I just get slammed? Yeah. And I would sit with that. Yeah. I would just, I would get yeah. hella intense. Like I watched 13 Samurais where it's like they went the honorable death. And I was like, oh, I will take the honorable death. Yeah. Just hella hardcore. But it was like. But that's how you confronted it from there. Yeah, because I would yeah. meditate on it, dude. I would just think mm. about getting knocked out. And I would just, before the, we, two weeks before the fight, I'd just sit there. Oh, you're getting smashed. You're cut. You're bleeding. You look out, you see your family, oh, you're just getting your ass whooped right now. And I would just, like, accept that shit. It's like, so so when you would go out and fight, like, it was something that you didn't have, like, you're like, I already, I've already dealt with that, in a, in a sense. Like, obviously, it's different than really dealing with it, but yeah. in some ways, you've already dealt with that. Yeah, I visualized yeah. it, because I didn't want to run from it. Yeah. I wanted to just go, with, you know, this is what could end up happening. Yeah. yeah. But I, th so you got over it, you got back to working out, and then you said you just couldn't stay away from it. Yeah, it's just something I like doing. I think it's just because I've done martial arts on some level for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but I think one thing that I did learn from that, and I think just in general, I think being at AMC was like, has been a good part of this, but like, I think shifting, like what is it that you're focused on? Like are you focused on results or are you focused on process? And I feel like mm -hmm. that's like a common theme mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. But like if 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 what is driving someone is strictly the result, it's gonna work until they don't get the result, and then mm -hmm. they're gonna have a problem. Yeah. And they might get over that problem, or they might not. But they're gonna run into something that they should that maybe it's not the most healthy thing to be running into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone that's more interested in the process, um, like, and, and for me the way that honestly like the way that I think about it now is kind of like well what, like when I go to the gym or like when I'm like what what really 
makes me better. It's focusing kind of more on the learning, less on like the result. Like obviously, like if I learn something, I want to implement it. Like the overhand right now is something I've been looking at. Yeah, you so, mean overhand. You hit me with it three times. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier. Today. Oh yeah, yeah. I learned a lot about it too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh shit, that thing's coming. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for the help on the overhand. Scott, yeah. So. yeah. I need to stop helping people because they, <laughs> they start beating my ass. <laughs>
And then so I so it was either like don't take a fight and wait or take a fight and decided to take one. So I got an opponent that actually had experience too. What was his record? I don't remember at the time. So he I think he had a winning record and then um, at the time now I don't think so. Um, I don't remember what he was. Well, like look back, he's like ten and oh. No, yeah, no, no. no, it wasn't. It wasn't quite like that. It was like two and Some oh, guy like named two. John Lineker. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I thought this guy. His name was Demetrius Johnson. It was really weird. Yeah. 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 I kind of sworn he was in the WC. But yeah. yeah. Like, oh no, not Demetrius Johnson. My name is uh, oh. Demeter Johansson. You know what's so funny? So like the first smoker that yeah. I did, yeah. I just remember. <laughs> Like the guy that I went with, really nice guy, because he could have beat the crap out of me if he wanted to, but yeah. it was work and he, it was actually work. Yeah. Um, I just remember looking at him and I was like, why does that guy look like Giorgio Petrosian? Ah! <laughs> I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Hello, my name's George. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we do that? We like look at our opponent and we're like, oh, and that's why the ma imagination has to get under control. Because yeah. I did that all the time. I'll be like, Oh, ones if this motherfucker's just an undercover Golden Gloves boxer, and I don't know, and he just yeah. starts fucking me up. And it's like, I have no evidence to... Yeah, to yeah. But your mind's just moving so yeah. fast yeah. at that point. You know what's funny? Yeah. I remember, I think James talked to me about that sort of that sort of thing that always comes up. And the way that he looks at it, or what he told me was Shout that, to like... James, man. Like, the reason why, like, we do that is because, on some level anyways, that we... It's because that's what we strive for, and stuff like that. We, we strive for, like, that top level of skill. Yeah. Mm. And so... And so when we get an opponent, it's almost like we put that skill on them because that's what we strive for on some way. You still yeah. expect them to be That's a best. really interesting yeah. analysis. Oh, I did, because I was like, I just don't want this to <laughs> fuck me up. It wasn't nothing like that. I was like, this dude's about to whip my ass. Yeah. That's very real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but that, that's an interesting outlook. And, you know, as we've... You know, as we've gone through this, you know, series and like talk to, you know, everyone that's you know been there, it's you almost see like the underlying, you know, the competition to set the sense of self and like what you said, talking about like the being put together or like however however you're put together, because mm -hmm. clearly, like we were all, yeah, whether it's lacking or searching for something, we all we all were looking for something, mm -hmm. like from from there, and then happened to find you know, this kind of platform, like, to, to, to use. And it's, it's interesting just the kind of people it attracts. Yeah, a lot of strong personalities. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you think, though, I gotta ask this question, it's more for me, and I want to know your thoughts, because you're very insightful. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, steamroll? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a creative steamroll where I'm going to have him answer. Yeah. But um, do you think that people's fighting style reflects who they are as a person. I think so on some level. I think it has to in mm -hmm. some ways because when you put someone in like a super stressful situation, it's just like they're going to act how they're programmed to. Mm. So, so I guess that's a short answer. I think yes on some level. And like what about like fight names and things like that? Is that probably like perception from people who view you or is that more of a representation of actually how you kind of... Because I, I think about like California Kid, and if I were to just remove that nickname from your eye favor, there's nothing in his fighting style. Yeah, exactly. Me. Yeah, yeah. Jo Jones, maybe Bones, Mighty Mouse for sure. Yeah, I think I don't know fight names. I just I don't know. I haven't thought about that. I guess just because I have a nickname that bothers yeah. the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. So I was just he's trying. being very very real about that. But yeah, no, I think it's just representation. It doesn't really mean anything. But yeah, I do I do agree on the. I mean, I've said that before. Like how. You know how 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 your style is is like is is how you're. It's just an expression of your personality. Do you feel like yeah. that maybe? And this isn't like a shot. It's just an honest question. You yeah. seem like a very chill, centered, and maybe somewhat timid. I think yeah, timid sometimes. Yeah, 
sure. So, so be, because of that, do you think you're drawn to fighting because you want to like uh, move past that? Well, women don't like guys who are timid, Vincent. You shut up, Ender! <laughs> God damn it! You don't know how long why do you why do you act like you have yeah. the overall all the knowledge on women, dude? Especially because you, you actively in your life try to avoid women, and that's just your age range. Yeah. That just shows and your I timidness. Do, I totally get that, dude. But your all your information's yeah. wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. completely. Yeah. No, always no I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Because it's funny, you guys. Ender, Ender, you just steamroll. This question. Yeah, so who's really steamrolling? Yeah, but anyway, so yeah. no, 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 but that's real. Yeah, so do you feel that, yeah, that it's almost like, in talking about the inner conflict, yeah. you're just trying to, in essence, like trying to confront that or trying to, you know, take take out the timidness. I don't know, sense. maybe. I guess I'm, I think maybe like, yeah, I guess maybe on some level, like, because definitely like confidence is something. Yeah. Um, Hi guys, the building's closed now. Okay. No, it is. Yes. Okay. I have to right. exit like in the last 10 minutes before the lights go down. Okay, okay. thank you. We have 10 minutes. It's 10, we literally have 10 minutes left, so answer that question. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. yeah. Like getting over, I think definitely, maybe on some level, I think. Um, I don't know, just getting more confidence, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. That's a bad answer to the question, maybe. But <laughs> No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's like, it's... You're, you're you're trying to figure it out. I feel like for me definitely because I was a very I was a very uh, I was a very shy kid. Mm -hmm. I remember that, and I know I I was scared of talking, and I was just like, I mean I was definitely like missing. I was like I would say, you know I just remember I don't know thinking of myself like as a coward. Like, oh, you know what? That's I wanted, I wanted to change okay. that. So you know yeah. what? So maybe like now not yeah. so much, but definitely when I was younger, yes, I can definitely say for sure when I was younger, yes. Because mm -hmm. I couldn't, I just remember like I couldn't always, I always felt like I couldn't use my words to like necessarily influence situations because I wasn't, I was always shy. And, and I think like, I just remember, this is funny, like I just remember being in like kinders, kindergarten yeah. and I swear they put me in like, like an ESL class or something like that. I don't know. Bro, something. I, I, I got they put, they put something. me in the ESL class. <coughs> when I moved in, in high school, they yeah. tried to put me in the portable. I resisted that motherfucker. Who <laughs> 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 won't put me out there? Tell me why all the... Yeah. Never what did I do? What did I do? Yeah. All my friends were in there anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. it worked out. So. Yeah. yeah, but no, I think that fighting is really like the existent to me. It's the existentialist journey, and when you study like existentialists, like Jean Paul Sartre, always talk in a way talks about like you create yourself. Yeah. So you put yourself in situations to create this person. So if you felt like you were a coward and you had that feeling existentially, where you're just like, I just and you're feeling like you're misshapen in this mm -hmm. like world where everyone's just kind of the same, they do the same things, they have they, all these understandings of social cues, yeah. and you don't feel brave in a social situation, you're gonna try to create how brave you are mm -hmm. in a situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's existential, it has nothing to do with God, it's just human choice, and so mm -hmm. you're gonna um, end up doing that. And that's, whether it's conscious or it's not, it's, it's interesting, it's kind of like, how I look at how he does stand up. It's like it's interesting yeah. to hear him say that he didn't want to talk, and this dude gets up and just does jokes off the top of his head. Yeah. For me, I'm like, shit. I just feel like I don't want to do that. <laughs> or that he wants to fight, and it's like yeah. he's creating yeah. this person. And just like you were like, oh, I felt maybe I felt weak, I felt timid, but you're you're going and then creating. It's very yeah. fight fight club esque, right? Where you have like yeah. 
the fucking yeah. waiter who's like skinny and as shit, but he just fights his heart out, yeah. Yeah. and then he out of that becomes this new man. Yeah, it's almost like you're trying to like break the mold that you think that 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 you're set in. Exactly. Like from there. Yeah. It's impressive, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, we gotta get out of here before security yeah. comes and arrests Ender. Nothing can yeah. stop it, creation philosophy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Except the security. Oh, except security. So. Yeah. Except. Security. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Yes. Right. Thanks, Vincent. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Stopping the press. <laughs> Isn't there fights going on right now? Yeah, there's fights.